keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Out full of suffering, succotash, son. It's me, Austin. Oh, son of a bitch. What? It's me, Austin. It was me all along, Austin. And your teeth look like two pike two, Billy. And you book a match with me. That's right, Killing. Look at me. I'm a total package. I will rip him apart. I'm pissed now. Where to, Stephanie? <laughs> total. Marks with Dan St. Germain. Welcome everybody to Total Effin' Marks. I'm the king of sad style, the man with the largest calves in the world. We are back. It is 2019. I am here with the Ayatollah of Diacola, Ray Kump. Hello. Welcome back. Returning to the podcast, Casey James Salango. Ooh, how you doing? The Dirty White Nightmare, the Wild Country Phoenix, the Dirty Pale white the, the pale Face in the Morning Moonlight, <laughs> the Weapon that. of Mass Seduction, the Big Man Getting It Down, Casey James Salango. Holy doing, shit. That's a whole, that's a fuck that went through Bob Seger's whole catalog. <laughs> <laughs> I just read the back of his goddamn tune. That's a trap. That was, uh, that was pretty phenomenal. Thanks, bud. I love the Ayatollah of Diacola or whatever you said. Oh, he, I, I was donned with that. I think I called myself the... You called yourself a worse name, so I tried <laughs> Try to give you a better gun- one. The, the gun. Yeah, the gun. <laughs> the gun. <laughs> I was like, let's give Ray a better name than the one he gave himself. It's not as flashy, but I like it. <laughs> I feel like I'd be like with the guy who comes in with like the full unitard and just like pull. Like, Shit's going bad. Call in the gun, and then I close out the match. Sure. It's like yeah. I'm the guy. I'm sure. the guy. You learn nothing about wrestling, clearly. I was just talking about your self-respect, but yeah, we can go that way. <laughs> you, don't, you don't need to respect. Um, I'm here for you. But we are. Yeah, we were. We. This is our second podcast of 2019 but this is the first one we've recorded in 2019 so welcome everybody happy new year and a lot to talk about today uh we haven't talked about current wrestling in a couple episodes so we're excited to get back into the 10 count number one aew the press conference was this week huge signing with chris jericho with Pac. Uh, this is uh, this is huge. Tony Khan, the son of the Jacksonville Jaguars owner, is behind it. This seems like a real thing. This could be the real deal, baby. What do you think, Casey? I'm very excited. So I, I'm in a wrestling group text, and half of us are like uh, WWE marks. Half of us are like hipster nerd New Japan guys. Who are you? Who are I'm you? the WWE mark. So yeah. this is the this is the thing. I'm very excited about this. I love Cody Rhodes. I have. I thought WWE didn't wrong the whole time. I thought it could have been world champ. Uh, I love Pac. I love all these guys. Jericho. And I'm very excited for there to be competition for WWE because they've been fucking eating a dick hard lately. We all know it, especially Raw. Raw, Raw, Raw. Raw, SmackDown's been great. SmackDown's been great. NXT is beautiful. Um, I think Raw is just the flagship show. Raw's a black hole. Um, But so I'm very excited about this. But there is something that's in me like I've gone through years of like, you know, being I was a WWE on since I was a boy. So like defend against my WCW friends. And then I got older. I had friends who were like, oh, that's just cool. Japanese wrestling. And I'm like, no, it's WWE. And now this is coming up again. And it's, I've got a weird um, love for this giant evil corporation that I can't seem to let go of. <laughs> so I love AEW. You want excited. Walmart to win. I want. He, this is so weird because I'm not. I'm like. 
This is not a part of my personality, but I'm a WWE guy and I'm a Patriots fan. So it's right. like I'm just I have allegiance. No, I mean, eventually these you're evil corporation. <laughs> yeah, it's very. Eventually you're gonna be wearing a Jeff, I mean, yeah, it's it's Jeff so Bush yeah. bumper sticker. Yeah. yeah, the guys like you vote against their own interests in this country. I know. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I just don't vote. <laughs> Editorial, <laughs> the guns. <laughs> gump. Uh, so, yeah, I'm very excited. And I the hope Krug to get gump. I'm uh, trying to do a Krugman gump thing. It didn't yeah. work. <laughs> I really want Kenny Omega to come out the Rumble just to really disappoint my friends, but I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, Ray, your opinion so, on this. X-Pac. Is he no, this is it's not X-Pac. Well, uh, <laughs> Pac, you said Pac. Here, we have it's a, a, we have a, we have a We have a rule for the show. Yeah. Whatever Ray says the wrestler's name is, that's that's the name. Okay. But okay. it is it, but you're right. X Pac is Sean Waltman. Pac to be fair, Ray, very confusing. It's a dumb name. Why would it's not the it's not so the So he's best not name the one that was fucking China when she died. No, that's X Pac. And when she was she, she, they weren't hooking up when she died. Oh, she really weren't. No, no, no. Oh, okay. they, I think that came out the weekend she died. No, no, no. That was like years before that. Okay. There was a tape. Did you ever see it was right of the day before she died? It was just like her making smoothies, being like, hello, world. And yeah, I she watched had a rough one. It was very um, sad. She was on pills and just making smoothies, and I watched it for Very, very months. sad. Are you, are you part of like a subscription, like, softcore service? She, she sent it to me personally. Yeah, yeah I paid her $10 yeah. a month. There's, uh, it, it was, uh, no, they were, no, X-Pac is different than Pog. X-Pac, uh. Also a friend of mine. Is he so friend of yours? Go yeah, he's really going down that rabbit hole. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he was actually on the uh, he was on the um, he was on a po- his podcast had Tony Khan on this week, who was the the head AAEW, and uh, and Mike Lawrence was on it, who got into some who got in like a Twitter back and forth with CM Punk. So really, it was like kind oh, of I a crazy. That. That it's awesome. kind of a crazy uh, uh, wrestling and comedy merge sort of weekend. But so cool. all right, ba- Ray, back to Pac. I'm sorry for his loss. Well, yeah, well, he's a you know obviously it's uh, this is a comedy podcast, so say whatever the fuck you want. But uh, yeah, he's a good guy. Um, you were uh, you were saying back to AEW. I mean, I just thought it was a, it was a bold move having him be the guy to highlight Pac. the series. You know, Pac. It's like you know, kind of like I took I took your queen. Now I'm gonna, but it's not the same guy. Not the same guy. So yes, yeah, so he's still doubling down <laughs> on being not, wrong. So you know, he's explaining to you. So his opinion that he just he he just listened to us say Pac, <laughs> and now he's like, I'm, and then he's like, all right, well, I'm still gonna tell my. Opinion, even though I've been corrected. My point is, I think I misunderstood the whole dynamic. Yeah, right. Well, okay. So AEW, it's a new. It's a new. I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for them. You right. are rooting for right. them. Yeah. Just well, well, you right. hate WWE so much that you would watch garbage. anything. Uh, we'll get to, we'll get to this in the meantime. Okay, what do you hate? What do you hate more than WWE? <sighs> like if you had to sit through. Like if there was another <laughs> podcast, which by the way we still have no idea why Ray's doing this podcast. He does I don't not know like what's wrestling. Going on, yeah. <laughs> but like if you had to sit through anything else, what would be a tougher sit through? I'm I'm trying to think of what. Uh, so what uh, what have I hated watching more? Like I've been in court before, mm-hmm. <laughs> like watching people be arraigned. It was way more entertaining than this. <laughs> no. So I, I'm I'm I, I'm yeah, trying. He was to th- uh, watching people be arraigned. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> well, <laughs> waiting <laughs> slash watching. Just popping in. Get a look you know. at the system. Uh, <laughs> sure. Killing two birds one stone. Why do you uh, really hate it, huh? It's look. I, well, we can get to the redeeming part, sort of. And I mean, I, I don't want to jump to the next right. segment here. But there is stuff I saw in in, in this week where I, I and I want to bring it up when it comes up that I'm like, this is the hope. Okay, great. But uh, no, I've seen. I really, I've, been, I've said before. I thought there was, was going to be where you, there was like you. you I've known you for years, Casey. And yeah, like years. And you always talk about wrestling, and, mm-hmm. you, and you're mm-hmm. a funny guy. You're really funny. Very funny. I Thank would assume you. that there would be some great funny moments mixed in with this, this malaise of like kind of crap filler, and we have to sit through that to get to the good stuff. The comedy. And the more great. I sit through, 
the, I, uh, when am I going to get to the good stuff is the point. Sure, sure, sure. I understand yeah, I, I really think it's one of these things where, for because com- comics, like, we, I, I think a lot of comics are filled with anger. Yeah. And it's like, we don't want to just, like, beat somebody up, but we want to, like, tell them off in a theatrical way beforehand. Yes, right. Which I think is where the love of wrestling comes I in. I think there's also a false masculinity about it, though, because we don't can't really grasp our own masculinity. We're very, like, uh, insecure Kind of beta right. males a lot of times, so like we follow, we grasp one of these people. They're just like, "You said this, I'm gonna hit you." And we're like, "Yeah, that's what men do." And then we're all confused, and we're yeah. Like, uh, well, and if like you that, actually you look know? at tough guys, like if you see Nate Diaz talking the UFC, he's just like, "Fuck you, I'm gonna fight you, bitch." <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. it. There's never like, <laughs> there's not like, there's never like a real like, like I'm gonna cut a Ric Flair promo. Mm. I mean, Conor McGregor does that, sure, but for the most part, those guys Come are. Muhammad Ali, yeah, there mm-hmm. are exceptions. He was probably the best Mike man of all time. Or, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's where everybody learned. I mean, that, I mean, The Rock, The Rock owes everything to Muhammad Ali. Sure, sure. Uh, number two, off of the AEW uh, signings and the AEW launch, AEW launch. Where does Kenny Omega go? Mm, so I've read that he. Uh, this is rumor. They turned down a fantastic deal. I guess Meltzer was saying that they offered him a ton of money and like special dates. He turned it down. They also offered the Bucks like uh, something crazy, like a six month contract where they get paid a ton. They offered Hangman Page a thing where he'd be able to work NXT but get paid main roster stuff. I was reading all this stuff. I don't know if it's true necessarily, but it's like they're trying to get all these guys to not do this and they're like, fuck you. So I feel like Omega's going to AEW. I think it would be cool if he went to WWE for like. A year, a couple years, and then if once he popped over to AEW, it'd almost be a boost because he would have more of an American fan base, and it would mean more. I yeah, I I, I think it'd be I, what I had thought was going to happen is that Kenny Omega was going to do you know the flair contract of you know around WrestleMania eight where he comes in for a year and then yeah. he leaves and goes into AEW. That'd be perfect. I think that would be that would be the most I think that would be the most beneficial to AEW and. WWE, um, but and Kenny Omega, yeah. But it seems like he's not going that way, and the guys uh, had a hell of a career without my fucking input. So he it probably knows that. where to go. Um, Ray, do you know who Kenny Omega is? No, but I think he, there's a thing in Pennsylvania where they hit each other with bulbs. I think that would be a another viable option for him. Oh, that Cade, the extreme. Yes, yeah, what, what is it again? Zach? It's all run by like pedophiles that couldn't live next to a fucking. Uh, <laughs> yeah, or something that's, that's most of independent <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> it's just light bulbs and pedophilia. It's actually a documentary that just happens to have a wrestling match. <laughs> in the of it. What, what, is that, really what is that called again? The extreme. The extreme. You're talking about CZW. I think CZW. Yes, that's, that's definitely right. Yeah, pet, CZW. Wild pedophilia. Jesus Christ, necromancer. Man. Or like the Necro audience, the audience should all be in hazmat suits <laughs> for that God shit. Damn it! You go to those independent shows. Have you get been to one, Ray? Uh, I haven't been to one. The audience is upsetting. Yeah, <laughs> I like. I feel like I've been bullied for wrestling, but I go there and I want to bully these people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fucking nerds. Some of them, though, man. Down. I mean, there's some of those guys who are are, are, ju- are like, oh, th- these guys have like a rap sheet. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's I would not fuck with them. Um. Kenny Omega, I you know I think is the most talented man in professional wrestling right now, and of course that is the the markiest, markiest, markiest thing to say <laughs> Very cool in hair. the world. Um, but you know, just by his again is another outstanding performance at Wrestle Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think he's going to go with AEW. I also don't know, you know, like the thing is, he's what he's in his mid thirties. And the guy's body has to have some real fucking wear and tear because that Japanese style wrestling man, they really. F- fucking break you in half i mean i know the dates aren't 
as intensive as WWE, but like everything looks like it hurts. Well, sometimes I watch Japanese wrestling and be like, somebody needs to tell these guys this is fake. <laughs> they're just like really fucking hitting each other. Yeah. And when I see guys like Nakamura and like Kenta come to and like kind of work a softer style than they used in WWE, it's like, oh, they just came to make money and like not get killed every day. I'm like, like Kenta's on 205 Live and he could have yeah. been like had a big career. It's like he just wants to make a little money before he's dead. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't want to bust his ass anymore. Right? Not to be a positive racist, but um, <laughs> no, but like the Japanese, they have a, a rich tradition of martial arts. For, for you know, a lot of, yeah. And so like, are they just? Because I'm not that familiar with the Japanese wrestling. Are Every they just, fanciful racist uses rich tradition. <laughs> yeah, rich tradition. <laughs> like I've always noticed, like it always starts with like a rich that's tradition, good. and then it ends with, and that's why their skulls are smaller <laughs> than ours. No, your podcast, Rich I mean, Tradition. You invented judo and jujitsu. I was wondering because I haven't seen this, but are they just Did better? Invent jujitsu or Brazilian yeah. jujitsu? No, they invented it originally. Oh, they invented it originally. Okay, yeah. I mean, I'm the Brazilians. When it comes the, 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 the base of the Gracies modified it. You know, when, you know, whatever. But uh, and people say improved it. But the uh, you could say you're the MMA guy for this podcast. About that. If that's the case, it's not a great MMA podcast. <laughs> no, I mean it's it's a hardly a great, it's a, it's hardly a decent wrestling podcast. <laughs> it's so. pretty bad. But uh, I'm just wondering, are they just perhaps better at kind of rolling with it, like kind of rolling with the energy at the end of it, and so you don't like it seems like you really hit them, but the guy kind of absorbed it and moved with them. I think they are, but it's also like there's a, a couple months ago, the guys were headbutting each other, and one guy took a headbutt. I forgot who it was. And he just started bleeding down his head, and his eyes huh. just went like dark. And he like had a horrible concussion that ended his career. Yeah. They used to be, even back in the day, like Stan Hansen, they'd be like, yeah. "Man, that guy was crazy. He couldn't even see." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Why would you let him in the ring? <laughs> yeah, he'd just come out swinging his bull rope and he'd hit people." And everyone's like, "Man, it was a different time." I'm like, "You guys are fucking idiots." Yeah, I feel I feel like it's it's almost like in that part with Rocky Three, you know. Where I get yeah. the referee, like the very end, goes, "All right, now do the fake part." Oh, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, it's yeah. like in the it, uh, up until then, it's just guys really beating the shit That's out of each other. Right. Um, so yeah, number three, Wrestle Kingdom. I I, I really love the show. I thought it was like the best opener for a pay per view I've seen since probably Brad and Owen at WrestleMania ten, um, which was a uh, Bushi versus Will Os- Will Osprey. Ray, were you able to check out any of the Wrestle Kingdom matches? I was going to fake it, but no, I wasn't. <laughs> I got to be, be fully honest. I haven't seen it. My friends had a party, and I had two shows that night. And uh, I mean, I, I wasn't. I watched it on I Sunday. I was going to wait up all night. I got to ask to go like, to one of those all-night things, and I just couldn't watch it at fucking 4 a.m. They watched it the next night, but I was booked. And then I was like, are you guys it still goes, up? I imagine it was like 1 a.m. They're like, yeah, there's an hour and a half left. I'm like, I got to go to bed. <laughs> this is fucked up. It was like a five. I mean, like with, with the pre-show, it was, I think, five hours, and then. It was uh, it was four hours, but it was a, it was a great show. I really gotta you, check you, it out. You guys, uh, you guys, you know, d- I think we'll just skip over this and just say watch okay. it, pay your thirty five dollars, and watch oh, we the have show. To pay to watch it? Well, yeah, you got to pay to watch it. Or, but well, now you could probably watch a lot of highlights on okay. YouTube. You yeah. can watch. You told me to watch one match. You meant pay thirty five dollars? No, no, you could probably watch one match on YouTube. Oh, okay, okay. They yeah, usually have one match on YouTube. <laughs> um, that, that's that's well, that's my biggest problem with like the New Japan because I, w- I I I bought a New Japan uh, subscription. And it's it's still not really user friendly for English speaking uh, fans. It, it, it's gotten better, you can't but navigate like, it, right? What? It's very hard to navigate, right? It's also like it's like they have all these like tournaments. Did you? Uh, which like I was like I can just watch that on YouTube a couple days later. Yeah, yeah. For free, but Wrestle Kingdom's the one thing. It's like I'd rather pay thirty five dollars to watch Wrestle Kingdom a year than pay one hundred and twenty dollars to have New Japan for the whole sure, year. Sure, 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 sure. I took Japanese in college for a hey. semester. I failed it, but. Uh, I can speak a little bit. Oh, so, really? Watashi no tengo a film What does yeah. that mean? My major was film. 
Oh, that's great. <laughs> you found a more you found a more depressing major. <laughs> Japanese within, wasn't doing it for I you. took Japanese history and uh <laughs> I, I was I took it in Ireland. I was like blackout the whole time. Nice. But they had this one guy who who was basically he he was very he he had the very he had the vibe of like an older Stewie from Family Guy. And I remember at the end of the end of he would always like he had this like permanent British like type. He was Irish but he had more of like a British demeanor. Like you oh. know he was like uh he was like he was on the British side. Yeah, you know? yeah. he was a rat. <laughs> but he at the end of the class one day he goes, and next week we'll talk about the heroes of Pearl Harbor. Yeah, <laughs> like a fucking Bond villain. Jesus Christ, it was great. Up. He was a great teacher though. Good for him, you know. I mean, he should be. He's guilty of treason, but yeah, great no, teacher. Yeah, come up, but I love him. Number four, Mean Gene Okerlund. Ooh, daddy, I love Mean we Gene. We lost a big one. This He's week, best, My, Mike Warren's post on Mean Gene I thought was terrific. By the way, if you follow him on Instagram, and I, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not a big fan of anybody posting anything. Uh, yeah, sure. But no, it was, uh, it was very touching. I, I will say, uh, yeah, I, I, and I, Mike, Mike said it better than I could say it myself. But he was like the perfect straight man for these cartoonish characters. It was so good, man. He was like the last guy who like had a personality. He was always like trying to. Because I was listening to him. Um, I think on uh, something the wrestler talking about how he's just like always trying to crack people because he'd be there for like 10 hours doing interviews and he would just be like cracking the crew up the whole time. That one interview he did with um, Mr. Wonderful is so funny. It's my favorite. Have you seen that? <laughs> no, no. Mr. Wonderful's just like mumbling. He doesn't know what the hell he's talking about and Gene's just like making fun of him to his face. <laughs> and he's like, I'm like these great Boston athletes. And I was like, you mean like you're like the koozies? Like the <laughs> Kaisers? And, stuff? and by the end, he's just like clearly he's lost. He's looking at Gene and be like, help me. And he's like, you know what a turtle does when, you know, it gets scared? And Gene just goes like that. <laughs> you know what me and Gene always laughing. acted like? He acted like the good dad that played with the kids, even though he hated the game. <laughs> it's you true. know, and he's like, all right, I'll be a pirate. That's fine. <laughs> right. I'm going to put my umph into it, even though I know it's fake. <laughs> the flare thing where he goes, put that cigarette out. That's great. <laughs> Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah, that's great. There's little moments like that. You'd love it. It's very funny. Right. What struck me when I watched this being Gene, because I... I, I when I saw the montage, I'm like, oh, I remember this, this guy looks familiar. As a kid, I must have seen him, but I didn't remember anything about him. And I was talking to someone recently about The Simpsons. And I'm not a huge Simpsons guy, but like the Sim- I realized at one point The Simpsons stopped being great when like you stopped having like guys who wrote comedy and you had guys who like were Simpsons fans take over, like right. writing it, it felt mm-hmm. like. And that's why I realized a mean gene. He wasn't a guy who was into wrestling. He was a, I don't know what he did before, but he was obviously he had comedic timing. He, he was a salesman. Yeah, he had, he had great patter. He had just great confidence. Right, he was like that's basically what it was, or telemarketing. I forget what it was. Yeah, he yeah. had he had an ability to like you know like just just put things over. Like he had the gravitas of a grown man, not a man child. And yeah. I feel like that's the problem. It's like almost like the current wrestling. Everyone's kind of clinging to their childhood and when you're not getting people who like just you need to get people like gene from the outside you need to get a telemarketer well guy. that's why we've been pushing you to get signed for wb creative yeah, because you hate it you hate the products <laughs> and ray would look at the sh- the stuff dispassionately yeah i think there's something definitely to that because even wrestlers back to become a wrestler back in the day you were like you used to play football and you're on pills and you go to gold gym some guy like hey come here <laughs> well, hey, <laughs> and then I- you're champion but now you're like a nerd who watched wrestling your whole life well here here i mean this is a real thing i mean i don't know if this happens to you like if you get a compliment on the street like oh i saw you to show you and you're funny 
Uh, how much more does the compliment mean if the person's not a comic? Oh, so much more. A million <laughs> you know times what I mean? More. Jesus like it, Christ. It's, it's like, it, it's night and day. Like, yeah, like, absolutely. You know, and I, I remember some guy, like, this was like two weeks ago. They're like, hey, Dan Sagerman, I saw you at a show. And I was like, thanks, man. You a comic? And he goes, no. And I was like, all right. That's a real one. <laughs> God, yeah, no. I put that in the, this is a real compliment bank. It's so much better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I, I, I think, yeah, he, he did seem like the quintessential adult in the room. It's also my, my, I was actually my girlfriend, and she, was like looking at going, so he was just kind of like getting punked out by these guys all the time. Like, what do you mean? Like, he, the guys, because all well, these guys cutting their hair, or I forget who was cutting their hair, but yeah. like, you already cut my hair before. But you could see how he's like, no, no, he, this guy's trying to intimidate him, and he could give a fuck. It's That's right. the gift. Like, you could tell he's just like, oh, you cut my hair now? Oh, this is cute. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is cute. Yeah, I, this, is an, this is interesting. I guess for all of us, we both have. Uh, we both have partners to some extent. Yes, um, to some extent. How how uh, I mean, how disappointed does your girlfriend or fiance's face become when she sees you watching wrestling? She uh, she tolerates it sometimes. Yeah. If I'm if she comes, she works like a day job, and I like walk a dog or two a day. Uh, so she works very hard. So like, if I hear her, like coming in the door and I'm watching wrestling, I like freeze up. I'm like, I got I try to change real fast. Like if she walks <laughs> in away. from long day of work, and uh, yeah, I'm beating off <laughs> to an old Macho Man match. Uh, no, like it's just I'm sitting there watching wrestling. Like I feel like the biggest piece of shit. So she doesn't. She tolerates it and she gets it, but she's not a fan. How about you? How's your lady feel about it? I mean, she thinks it's cute, uh, but she's, you know, here's the thing is that like we kind of have like a we have a pact in our house because all she watches is Bravo. Yeah. And all I watch is WB. And we have like a couple shows that we'll watch together. Like we watched. um, What, what was the, sh- the center together? We're watching yeah. Dirty John now. We're going to probably watch True Detective. We have like a couple shows we'll watch together, maybe like old Seinfeld's. But like for the most part, on our uh, trash is always on. Yeah. So it's either wrestling or Bravo. Yeah. So like we kind of have this like unspoken agreement where like okay on the main TV trash will always be playing, and then if we want to watch our own shows, we go on Netflix or Hulu. Yeah. No, that's very smart. We have the same thing where like we did we owned a cabin in the woods in Vermont and did mushrooms, and like yeah. while we were coming down, we just started watching TV, and I was like. I made her watch an Undertaker match, and she like appreciated the pageantry of the entrance and all that yeah. stuff because she's a fashion designer. And then she made me watch a Beyonce concert, and I like appreciated the pageantry there. So it's like we came together on pageantry, oh, so and we appreciated both each other. both Undertaker and Beyonce are members of the Illuminati. It's really true. That's uh, how they're connected. Mr. Kump, uh, this morning was the first time I ever you know uh, had my girlfriend watch with me just because I was you know we had to get it done. And uh, <laughs> the one thing she took away, she liked Bobby Ashley. Bobby uh, Ashley. <laughs> I mean, well, I did, I did kind of which point could, out. Which could be concerned, which could be construed as a racial slur. Again. What's his name? Bobby Lashley. It's oh. very close. It's just funny that you made a mistake. It's okay. Um, no, because I, I was scrolling looking they, for They the, have a rich tradition. Uh, Bobby <laughs> scrolling looking for the whatever the, the relevant thing you was. You hate Bobby Lashley. Well, I just didn't understand why everyone, all these homophobic people were talking about his body all the time. Yeah. And like how perfect it was. And I stopped and go, oh, that's the guy with the perfect body, Bobby Ashley. Mm, yeah. And uh, she goes like, oh, and he goes, it is kind of a nice body. I'm like, oh, you, mm. you like that? And then we start fooling around. Oh, you like that? <laughs> You like that? Would you, would you cuck? Would you get cucked by La- Ashley, Bobby would Lashley, you? Ashley? For her sake, yeah. What about Leo? That, Rush? You would be into that. I mean, look, would I be into it? 
Look, there's complicated feelings there, but yeah, why wouldn't that who get fucked by Bobby Lashley or Ashley, whatever his name is? You know, know what? In He's a got a great years, body. We may be able to let we may be able to make that happen I on think the show. You have the connections well, to make this, is, this happen, man. I'm going to live stream it on Twitch. I love this woman. I'm not, whor- I'm not, I'm not pimping around for Bobby Lashley. No, no, I'm saying like if you thing. guys met you, you Ashley and your girlfriend, you guys go to a nice French yeah. French restaurant. Yeah, and then you know all all all, all parties are on board. Yeah. You know, Lock it out. I'm just saying this. I'm not Would, seeking out a cucking dynamic. Sure. I'm just saying if it was going down, I'm not going to be like, no, don't take this perfect body into the bedroom. Like, wow. <laughs> would, you let, would you let them have sex if that guy Leo Rush was on mic the entire time? Bobby Look. Lashley. I mean, I, I, he's he's yeah, fucking yeah. raised girlfriend. Bobby Lashley. <laughs> fucking pussy kid. <laughs> would you like that? Would that yeah. be a deal breaker? I want, I want the piss guy. The pissed or Drake Maverick? Yeah. Oh you yeah, that's pissing piss in guy. the corner. Yeah, it's like I'm not I, talking, I, just pissing. Yeah, I'll, I'll work with him. What are you gonna wear? I mean, I don't really. Sh- I mean, wear this. Maybe just you this. Can wear the same clothes every time. Yeah, this in my underwear. You know, <laughs> yeah. Just this in my panties. All right. All right. If you just uh, did you hear that? It's the sound of a thousand pussies drying up, everybody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> on the heels of me and Gene, let's talk about Hulk Hogan's first mm. appearance. Uh, on Monday Night mm. Raw, since the uh, infamous N-word audio tape was released, yeah, they really found a way to weasel. That was the first time. <laughs> this one, I was no, thinking. He, 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 he spoke. He, he showed up at the Saudi Arabian show. That was of like, course, he did. that was like the land of nightmares, where it's like anything's on the table here. <laughs> yeah. That's like nobody knows. She got murdered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like doing any bad thing they could at that time. They're yeah. like, oh, we can get yeah. away with it. They actually him. They, they, yeah, the ghost of Chris Benoit oh, yeah. uh, drifted in from the rafters. They had a uh, the dogs are in the enclosed pool area match. <laughs> It was great, um, but uh, yeah. So, how do you how do you feel about this, Dan? Well, you know, obviously, uh, I uh, I you know I support Hogan's personal beliefs, but not his ring. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I you know look. I, I mean, I thought it was a good promo for Mean Gene. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, he's in a difficult position where he's clearly a, a racist and clearly. said some really racist shit, and he. Uh, but it was also like. Like it was leaked without his knowledge, mm-hmm. so it's always like it's always like that worst thing. It's like I'm sure if you take the 15 minutes out of anybody's life, you can make them into the worst person ever by mm-hmm. something if they were like secretly recorded, you know, like at their weakest moment. But his, you know, I've said this what? before, but his way to yeah, yeah, true. 15, you you have 15 minute racial diatribe somewhere? No, no, I'm just saying, That's like if you took 15 <laughs> minutes out of out of somebody's <laughs> life. You can make them into a hero or the worst. You know what I mean? Like if if you cut it all together, cut to me in a clan robe right. by myself in a lot. <laughs> well, okay. a lot of context here. <laughs> in, co- in context here, <laughs> let's talk about the war of northern aggression. Uh, that has the highest form of. <laughs> but I'm saying, like his apology was like. I mean, the worst. He had the worst apology. Yeah, ever. Like, like, be careful, little dude. Was, Someone yeah. might be recording yeah. you. <laughs> that was basically yeah. was like boys, like, boys, boys and girls club was like, "Hey, brother, like try not to like try not to get caught <coughs> doing shit." <laughs> um, yeah, I. Uh, it's hard because I I never liked Hogan. I always hated Hogan. Yeah, I was as never a child really anyway. So I wanted him to be gone, and I think it's a terrible. And I also have like. Um, you know, I've got black friends who are wrestling fans who really fucking despise seeing him on television. So I, you know, gotta go with them on on this one. You know, yeah. they're desperately trying to find like the one excited black person. That the Hogan one was yeah, there, and I don't know. There's none. I mean, he got like. Here's the thing: is like fucking when Michael Richards fucked up, and I've said this before. He went on 
like a Jesse Jackson apology tour. Uh huh. Like he literally got like led down like the fucking he you know like the halls and like like been and he's he's had like the thing that really upsets me about Hogan is that like Hogan has had opportunities where like people like Mark Henry and stuff like and and wrestlers like that reaching out and just yeah. being like hey fucking you can do more but there's been an opening it's not been like sometimes you get shamed in the media and it's fucking over no matter yeah. no matter how you try to come yeah. back so I think his 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 coming back was again handled really poorly um a tribute on its own was 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 fine yeah you yeah, know yeah. Sure. was was a little weird bringing up may young because mm-hmm. she, she has her own shit not may young uh, uh moolah, moolah. Oh she God. has her own fucking uh like uh closet filled with skeletons she but sure does. Was yeah, racist, uh, I, I only have a vague remembrance of this but was it before or after the Peter Thiel funded uh, lawsuit against. Well, it was so right was after, that. but it was yeah. from. It was. It was. Oh, kind came of, out during. What happened was Gawker thing. leaked the tape. I mean, like. Oh, Gawker, I thought it was a sex tape that was in question. Well, it, was it was a sex tape, but they said racist sex tape on the sex tape. Oh, he did. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> he like went nah. and it was yeah. clearly like I always say this about Hogan. Like, I think it was more about fucking his daughter than hating black people. <laughs> like, sure, like sure. he was like, I, I really think that like whatever race was hooking up with his daughter. Like he would have shit on, yeah. even if it was a white guy, he would been like that dirty. honky piece of shit, <laughs> dirty wild. fucking that Is the general beautiful peach <laughs> that I could be in, <laughs> that I could be Hulkamaniaing on. That's Hogan's. Peach, I could be dropping dude. a big. I could be dropping the big leg on that cooch. <laughs> Is the consensus that he's like Trump and he wants to fuck his daughter? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that. but he's not. I mean, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's definitely not. I don't think he's as racist as Trump. No, no, not, I'd say not. not. And he not doesn't have as much as power as Trump. Right. You know, it's fine. Um, it was always that inevitable uh, dilemma between the out the guy who's outwardly racist and you know yeah. just runs the world now. He also said he couldn't fuck good because he ate too much sushi. Which is also, oh, sushi. <laughs> that's also spaghetti. Sex tape in <laughs> that's history. hilarious. That's great. That's story. great. I yeah, I, re- I relate to that. Yeah, you know, we've all been there. Yeah, the the the, the whole sex tape is him just going like, "I'm a piece of shit." Oh god, <laughs> fuck. And you got to eat a lot of sushi because it's not filling. No, huh? It's- <laughs> So it's like, yeah, I, I forget that the guy got so much money from that settlement. That so much money, shut down guy. Like, really, it's 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 wild. And he got it post divorce, so he doesn't have to give half of that away. It's like just just fucking take your like. Literally, there sh- he should have like had a fucking if he had like a town hall with fucking New Day and the NAACP where they just it's like. Fu- Yelled at him for a while. These people do the half-assed apologies. It's like just fucking. I apologize every day for anything. I apologize right. for like walking into a tree. Like right. just fucking. Why are you half-assing it? Like I was kind of right though. It's like right, right. Just, just, just go full way. Because I, 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 I'm sure that there's like some fucking. There's some people that you know. There's some people that would never forgive him, and other people would be like, "All right, yeah, you fucked up." Yeah, yeah. yeah. But here's the, here's the thing. At one point, he's on top of the world. He was the biggest thing out there. Right. Uh, unstoppable. He was a movie star. Uh, then, you know, now he's got this whole situation where he's a racist and he can kind of, in the back of his head go, that's why I'm not on top. But if he comes down and starts apologizing and groveling, which he should, but like, you know, he should to be, a, to be even, you know, in polite society, he should. Right. But if he does that and then he's not, he's still not going to get all the accolades. Nothing's coming back to him. No, but more can come back. More can, but he's got the money and he'd rather, <laughs> he, this way he can just have that, that benefit of the doubt and go, it's just because I'm a racist. Basically, I think yeah. WWE matters more to WWE almost at this point because he was such an integral part of their history that if they were have to remove him from like 
whatever if they were have to benoit him from like removing him from footage and stuff that's a lot of like important footage like him slamming also, Andre him, was like the most iconic let's, let's, footage let's, I let's put him let's put him saying the n-word and chris benoit killing his family <laughs> yeah, in a very different category i'm saying it's true but benoit I mean, was he, actually he a got the ben, character <laughs> benoit, yeah benoit did the, the least he had troubles. he got like the benoit <laughs> treatment for a for a little bit where he was like removed from footage they went oh really stuff they like went talk but they're moving from the hall of fame stuff like that just for like oh, a short shit. short period so um, is that is is that still in flux? Do you think? Do you think he's kind of in a in a trans in a kind of limbo where they're kind of deciding what I to mean, do? Now know, he's been on Raw. I think it's you know what the fucking you know what the big solution would have been is like you fucking have Hogan do a full apology and then you have Big E win the Rumble and beat Brock Lesnar. That would be great. That God would damn, be Jesus Christ. Come I on. mean, like that that for me is uh, that for me would be you know and then obviously there's three uh, well I guess like two and a half straight. Guy, white guy saying it, Ray. You're probably somewhere in the middle. Yeah. You know? Of what? Like as far as like bisexual. No, no. I technically well, I didn't like it though. But it was, oh, okay. was inter- right, so three. I had interracial gay experience that I didn't. I, didn't, I thought it was bi, but it didn't work out. Didn't definitely work not. Out. Sorry, definitely buddy. not racist. Um, and uh, I mean, Biggie should win the Rumble. Regard. What the fuck I, are they doing I, to that guy? It, Jesus it Christ! Doesn't make Come any on. sense. They're still, he's selling so much fucking merchandise. So fuck, trying man. to make Roman Reigns like Biggie is the next John Cena. God if you want to, man. If you want to have somebody who like reaches the kids and also can. Put on a great match. It's that guy. It's sick. Ah, but but instead, the main <laughs> event for the Royal Rumble is going to be Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman, <sighs> and Jesus Christ, that segment on Raw, that split screen was was already a nomination for the worst segment of the year. You know what I feel like they do, and they did this with Roman Reigns and John Cena when John Cena is like, "It's called a promo, Roman. You got to figure it out." Instead of like what Paul Heyman would do in ECW and try to hide people's weaknesses, they try to put someone out there and like make them fuck up on purpose. Because Paul Heyman was like goading him and being like, "I'm ready. What are you talking about? I'm like, I'm like, I think they're trying to put Braun out there to see if he can actually carry a promo and actually uh, be in the moment and not fuck up. So they're like, they're kind of sabotaging him on purpose, I think. And they've fucked up Braun so bad. I thought he was so fucking cool. And they have fucked him up in every single they way really, possible. He was like really the next did. Austin. And, and, I, and for a while, I, I, with Braun Strowman, I was really like, you know, to quote The Simpsons again, you know, when the, when the pig is flying across the sky. Uh-huh. And uh, they're like, it's still good. It's still good. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. like I really thought that he was going to be a guy that was, was going to kind of get out of the big show hole that uh, the company and, and he had dug himself. But that was he just looked scared during that he whole promo. Scared, like yeah. He was forgetting his lines and. I don't know. What did you think, Ray? Did you see this? Is this a, like a symptom of because it's, it's a big corporation, right? Right. But at the end of the day, is this a thing where like that guy went to Vince and like I want to raise and like trying to make a case for himself and like and Vince set this up just to fucking spite him? I think they're trying. Perhaps. They were trying to push him as because it doesn't the, make any sense. I think they're trying to push him this as like the big guy and they want to see if he can handle it. So they put him whenever they're trying to push a big guy, they put him out. The Roman Reigns. But why don't it. they do like? Why wouldn't they? I mean, maybe they have. But why, are there intermediate steps you could do instead of like putting them right they there? They put a bunch of good intermediate steps. Him winning Money in the Bank was a good. Him winning the Greatest Royal Rumble, even Not though winning. You know, but I'm saying talk about mic work, like you know, getting him better at doing. He's, mic. he's done better with with really scripted shit. Yeah, and okay, I, yeah. I feel like this was one of those things where because there was some delay between Paul Heyman and and him on the split screen. He was really exposed. Okay. Yeah. What do you How think, much Zach? of this stuff is off the cuff? This it's mostly scripted, but they go off the cuff. Like stuff like Paul Heyman will go off the cuff because he's, uh, he's one of the he's like yeah. the best talker. It depends on yeah, yeah depends how on much the they guys. trust you. And what they, a guy like Heyman come? Remember him from he was like was he Ted DiBiase's guy or something or the Undertaker's guy? 
He was the Undertaker's guy a long time ago. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what? Like, where's a guy like that? Like, how do you get into the hype man business? Well, he was a wrestler. He was a photographer for Studio Fifty Four for a while. Oh and wow! Kind of like weaseled in. The black, like black black not weaseled. Artist? I mean, he hustled his way into the wrestling scene. From taking there. pictures of like, yeah, movie stars taking each other's dicks and then, like yeah. blackmailing them and stuff. Yep. Maybe. Probably. Why wouldn't you be? That was crazy. I mean, that, that why else would you be a photographer? Yeah, yeah that's the only reason to buy a camera. <laughs> you know. <laughs> And that was a. Uh, I wouldn't trust. I mean, that's, that, that's just a den of vipers. Everyone's what, coked uh, out and just screwing each other over. Oh, Studio yeah, 54? It must have been great, man. Oh, let's go back. Yeah, I don't think any of us would be allowed into no. Studio 54. I would not. not we would be that. like, we would be the Irish bar a couple blocks away. <laughs> like, man, what like, are we doing? Taking key bumps in the bathroom and go to a peep show, <laughs> being out of quarters, you know, and like starting <laughs> well, to jiggle well, the quarters. To, I think it's easy like, to laugh at guy. Like, oh, who's this idiot, Paul? Hey, that guy like, had a whole life before this. I was like, Blew my entire life away. No, he started a whole his own own company that uh, went that competed with WWE and WCW called ECW. They well, stole he, wait, a bunch he of ideas. ECW? From him. Well, he uh, took it. I was started by Todd, whatever the fuck his name was, but he like took it over and brought it to the next level. I feel like he shouldn't have. The, is it, does Vince just win everything in the end? No, he, he does, and he likes again. to dominate. He doesn't Look, like. People. I'm wearing a huggle, so it's like everyone's had a better career than me. <laughs> it's true. It's you know? nice though. It's, it's pretty comfortable. Um, but yeah, so everyone's just at the end of the day, Vince is just on top of everyone. And he just wants to dominate people. Paul, he doesn't like because he's like might be smarter than him and know more about wrestling. So anyone like that, he just wants to dominate and yeah. put in their place. Hey, go go hang out with Brock Lesnar for a while. The only reason he bring he's still on there is because Brock wants him and he Brock is his god. So yeah. okay. <laughs> I heard this. Uh, I heard this rumor, which this could be total hearsay, but I heard it from from somebody who worked there. Uh, I, don't, I won't say who. But like it fits, like like during the uh, you know the Edge and Matt Hardy uh, feud. Yeah. Uh, like Ed, like Vince McMahon did sing his guys. You know how sometimes you just wanna you see a guy in a wheelchair and you just wanna you just wanna push him over to like <laughs> to like show him you're powerful and then they're all like, no, <laughs> no, nobody thinks yeah, that. I believe that 100. He's oh, a sick all right. fuck. No, it's right. 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 no it's like something else. I believe it. The guy who picked up the piss. Um, <laughs> like, How were you not that guy? By the way, because <laughs> I worked in the morgue prop, but there's a toxicology guy who would come down like every other day and pick mm. up the piss from the fridge yeah. and go test it. And he yeah. was just apropos of nothing once. Tells about his weekend and he got into a bar fight and like his. And he was saying how you know how it is when like your friend your bounce your friends of all the bouncers and you're on top the guys are holding them down and you're just on top of them wailing on them and it's just the greatest feeling in the world. I'm like what? You just admitted to assault like curb stomping a guy. Seventy your friends beat up some dude, almost kill him. That's a great feeling. You know what it's like to get drunk and hit somebody with your Chevrolet and drive away and no one ever gets to just cleaning hair out of your bumper. Yeah. yeah. He's the guy that gets the piss. That's great, man. Someone's <laughs> got to get the piss, I guess. All right. The moment of bliss with Sasha Banks. Uh, what started out again is, which I've been kind of disappointed about because I think Alexa Bliss is great on the mic, but these like insect, in segments she does just don't do not do it for me. Yeah, they always suck. But Sasha Banks came, came out with the line of the year. Bitch, one line. What line? She said that about uh, Nia Jax when Nia Jax was like, Wait, what'd you say to her? She called her bitch. She said, Get in line. She said, Bitch, what line? Yes, yes. Bitch, that's how what easy. Line. 
it is to get it. the line of the year wrestling. Just say, <laughs> just say bitch. Bitch yeah. won what line and do it with attitude. Yeah, no, that's great. I'm glad she's fun. getting a shot. Nia she fucking beat the shit out of herself in that match. Holy Oh, my Christ. God. I was watching the highlights of that. She yeah. She just throws her little body around. Well, I, yeah, I mean, it. You, you, you get nervous about somebody like with concussions, and she, she's like top of the list. Fuck, man. There was a bump she did with Hell in a Cell where... Like it, it looked like her fucking wig or whatever almost fell off. Mm-hmm. It was, it was insane. I think so, small people have like bouncier skeletons, so it's it's fine. Did you, did you learn that at the morgue? Look at more Mysterio. He just bounces around. Sound yeah. like a guy who really killed a few kids. <laughs> 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 Spoken like a man who's truly gotten away with killing it children. Took longer than the belts. Ah, oh, you bounce them around. <laughs> <laughs> They're easier. They're easier. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if they, they want to have a segment like that. We kill children. <laughs> I mean, they have that, but uh, no, like, we're, like we're, instead of having this Alexa Bliss thing, because she's behind the desk. You know, people want to see. I'm um, not me, but people want to see her body. Probably that's why she's like a big star. Like, don't she's in well, pants. She's, she's really good at wrestling. She's good at wrestling. I'm yeah, saying, like, she, look, showcase her physicality. Uh, I mean, everybody's got you know. If you I'm not talking about just get... jerking off. I'm talking about watching her wrestle. <laughs> mm. Right. right. I'm, I'm saying is like Megan Kelly's available now. You can get Megan Kelly <laughs> in WWE. Mm-hmm. You like, could. And, uh, Damn, she would fit. be great. Right, very smart. Maybe she'd bring gravitas. Great, she I, uh, would be. I mean, I mean, she would make fucking Hulk Hogan look like Cornell West. <laughs> <in comparison. laughs> That'd be a great way to bring Hogan. 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 Why is this racist? <laughs> yeah. Why uh, is this? Yeah, she comes out of the table. She she's like, if my daughter was, do- I would be annoyed too. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking your daughter. Yeah, I what were they thinking hiring that lady? I mean, I got to say, I'm, I, I do think she should have gotten all her money back because I think it was like NBC made the dumbest decision ever to hire <laughs> yeah, her. What the hell? They're like, what did you think? Wrong. She said Santa Claus should be white. What did you think <laughs> you were fucking? That's like, oh, wait. Uh, David Duke was really inappropriate as America's Got Talent host. Why'd you hire David Duke? I think they're just grasping for like someone to bring ratings. And, yeah, because uh, I think, I think at the end way. of the day, NBC is the worst ratings of all of them, and Fox makes they, money. they got some hits on it. I mean, they got this is that. Well, they, they all right, but in general, they've had they've had some bad years. They had some rough years. Yeah, yeah. I, think after, I mean, after musty TV. Yeah, they thought and with Trump that like we're just gonna double down on racism. People, are, so they're like, oh wait, no, we're not. We don't like that. <laughs> all right, sorry. We fucked up. They also do like, not want politics in morning shows. Yeah, yeah. You look at they Fox and go, oh, it's risky. Maybe we should take the risky move and like flirt with disaster. Yeah, and like it's just you know they don't have the something. Like, well, I was gonna no. You know what it is? I was going to say a guy like Roger Ailes understood how to ride the line, but I didn't realize, no, he just, they were just racist. They were just racist. It's fine there. I haven't Mm -hmm. seen seen that documentary yet about him. Is it good? I haven't seen that. I've not seen it. I saw the, we watched the Roger Stone one together. Oh, Oh, I watched that. that. Yeah, that was wild. That was fascinating. That guy also would be totally fine with uh, Bobby Lashley having sex with his wife. (laughs) (laughs) Look at him go. Look at him go. Daniel Bryan's concession stand promo. Maybe God the best promo of the year. It's only, it. it could be the best promo for the rest of the year. You hit that guy with the hot dog. Excellent. I, great, th- I felt like this is exactly why Ray likes wrestling. Do you see that? Well, th- first of all, those, those people were, were, weren't like... Improv- well, they were plants. They were plants, okay. yes. No. Um, what did you, you think of the promo? I like the whole... Here's the problem. Why? It's okay. fine. It's fine. It's This is starting to bear on the... I know someone wrote this for him, and he's he's involved. I, but like, but the whole thing was so crazy for a while that you feel like, 
almost like Vince was kind of like, what do you want to do? You want to do a fucking, like, you want to be the heel environment? I don't know. Try it. Let me try it out. All right. And it felt kind of like that. And now they're doing this. It's kind of like, oh, this is an official thing now. Everyone's behind it. And it kind of takes some of the punk rock, uh, I'm really kind of like, you know, this is go off the rails kind of vibe away from it. Well, how would you fix it? Um... First of all, there is no, there should be an antagonist who is like down with pollution on some level. I mean, yeah. you don't be clown carring it, but you want like someone who's like maybe got like a dead uh, like goose with them, like a seal, like a like that, <laughs> like that episode of, of Saved by the Bell where Zach Moore has like the, that oil covered swan. Yeah. He's trying, trying, it's dead. But he's trying to save it. Yeah, it's already dead. <laughs> Something angle. like that. But where the guy maybe has another been, oil covered wrestler. Yeah, yeah it's just kind of like Drake Maverick. Oil. Instead of piss, he's right. covered in oil. He all, dies <laughs> all the time. And it's like, and whoever, like, who are the antagonists? Who who is this into AJ Styles? So AJ, yeah, AJ Styles, Styles is a flat earther. And he's like, yeah. fuck but, it. But for Trump, probably. I work for the, the Koch brothers now. Deal with it. <laughs> and like, it's just all that. It's all mixed up with that. I don't know and who he's would still be a hero. Um. Yeah, because, you know, at the end of the day, we need to tap new energy resources to fight. And I'm not saying this, but this is a case they make to fight terrorism or whatever horseshit. You know, like, to fight, you know, to get, to get us off Mideast oil dependence. Like, we made that, but whatever. It's fair enough. <laughs> I feel like he's got some good... I feel like a guy like... I saw someone said Braun Strowman would be a really good antagonist. Because Braun Strowman's like a big hunter. He's like a gun nut. Oh, sure, yeah. He's like into all that weird. And he's like a real, like, redneck. So I think him versus Daniel Bryan would be a great dichotomy there. Right. Um, but I, yeah, no, I love the promos. I think he's doing great stuff. I could see what you're saying a little bit. Because when he's railing against... I love... When a fucking heel wears his own merch, it's, it's fucking so stupid. It's like, why are you wearing your merch? You look, you look like Bray Wyatt was like a, like a oh, cult yeah. leader, and he's wearing a T-shirt that this company made for him. <laughs> you know, it'd be great. Like if he made like a, it was like a vest made out of like used Sprite cans. Yeah, something like that. That'd be great. Something, something of that nature. So like, fuck. I love that he, when he's cutting or promos. Like he like starts like he starts like chugging boxed water like Coors Light. Yeah, Stone that'd cold. be great. I think it will get the points where he's doing shit like that. And I think it's great that he's like just telling some truths, and that I didn't know. I was like, there's no way this guy can become a heel. They love him so much, and he did it so quickly and so powerfully. He's so much like, better so at professional f- wrestling than almost anybody. He's so fucking good. He's it's so incredible. good at understanding how wrestling works. I yeah. mean, his, his wrestling IQ is through the fucking And he's roof. just saying what he actually believes, so that's what's important. Well, that I mean, that's the most interesting thing about this whole... Is that he's uh, to him he is a face. Yeah. To to, to most people he's a face. Yeah. Like if you if you put him if you like if you if you put all his views on a paper, I mean then, you know we would all agree with it. But just think about a lot, it. A lot of that's true for Osama bin Laden though. So that's true. <laughs> <laughs> he never put it on paper. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I love it that Ray's like, like, what are you talking about? Worth fifteen minutes, and he already said something that would have been in those fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of good things about a song we want. It's from this episode. On this episode, there's a full fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. All right. Uh, Shade and Miz are going to get a title shot. I'm guessing at the Royal Rumble for the tag team titles. Uh, yeah, this is a fun angle. Obviously, they're putting Shane and Miz together to break them up. That's the whole point of this. Um, but, you know, I, I, I enjoy it. It gives something for the Miz to do. and It, it gives something for Shane to do. And, you know, the bar is kind of like the perfect tag team for them to face because they're, they're like vanilla enough that they won't, like, overtake the Miz and Shane of it all, you know, yeah. it'll just be about them. Like, like if they were going against Sanity or the Usos and the New Day, then it, to some extent, would it be about those teams when the bar, 
their whole gimmick is we're very good wrestlers. Yeah, they're heels, but there's no real reason they're heels. It's just they happen what? to be heels. Is Bar the Glorious Ones? No, no that's Mon- Monday. Is the, that's the that's that's Bobby Roode and okay. The, and Chad Gable. The bar is uh, Cesaro and Sheamus. You know, right. Oh, those yeah, are the yeah. Irish They're guys. They're great. They're yeah. best. Yeah. Well, one's Swedish. Whatever. But it's close. Oh, it's all the same shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think it's really fun, and it's like, uh, you know, Miz is up to something, but you don't really know what. <laughs> it's like, why are you doing this? You're being shitty somehow, but I yeah. can't really figure it out. So I think they could take it a really interesting way. They probably won't. Uh, it'll probably just end up with him turning on him for no real reason. But I think it's. Uh, I wonder if Shane's going to turn on him or it's Miz. Like, who's going to be the heel in that? Well, fucking A, they're talking about turning Miz face again, but he's he when he was a face, he a couple years so ago, he sucked hard. so bad. And he's just, you got to keep him heel. He's we're so fucking unlikable. Too. It was, Ugh, it's it's almost like Last Temptation of Christ Absolutely. Uh, by Scorsese, which, where uh, basically Jesus and Judas in their relationship. Like, in, in that dynamic, Judas, Jesus had to have Judas do it. Judas, Judas was his, Kytel was his friend, Judas. Mm-hmm. And he had I've never seen Last friend. Temptation of Christ, it's, but it's I haven't. It's great. But, it uh, but basically, the idea is that Jesus has, he wants Judas to betray him. It needs to happen. And that's what this feels like to me. It's sure. like Shane, Shane wants the Miz, like he has to fulfill his role and like basically kill, uh, metaphorically kill him to like, you know, just get him out. He, he's tired. Yeah, must be done. That's beautiful. Put him on a cross. Yeah, crucify the man for once. <laughs> for one time, Jesus <laughs> Christ! What? Come on. I wish I could say that's the only time in wrestling there's been a crucifixion. No, there's been <laughs> crucifixion. There have been a couple. Number ten, Becky versus Asuka at the Royal Rumble, and what that means for the main event. We, you know, everybody had been predicting that the main event of WrestleMania was going to be. Ronda versus Becky for the Raw Women's title. Mm-hmm. And they have also been talking about a triple threat match between her, Becky Lynch, and Ronda. E- either way, I think that would be great. Um, I-, I was kind of looking forward to Becky just winning the Women's Rumble. I-, I, don't- I don't think it needed to be a dramatically shocked winner. You know, similar to when Austin won the Rumble leading up to WrestleMania 14. Yeah. Everybody knew it was going to happen. It's just how it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I thought they kind of needed that for Becky. Um, but. Who knows, you know, maybe maybe there's something more interesting that they can do if if Charlotte, I mean, look, if Charlotte wins the Rumble and Becky wins the title back at at, at the Rumble and Charlotte's like I want to I want to face both Becky and Ronda. Yeah, Mania, that'd be rad, man. I um I want, you know, I want to unify the titles. That, or that could, would be interesting. Or it could be like whoever I don't know how that would work, but it'd be like it'd be great. I think it should be a triple threat. I love Becky. I like Ronda, but I still think Charlotte's the best in the business. Everything she does is fucking incredible. Her facials, her fucking... She's got a gravitas about her. She's got a presence that I don't think anyone else really has. And she just fucking gets her ass kicked and kicks people's ass. And I think I think if they're going to have that match, she should be in it. So I think it should be a triple threat. How they get there, I'm not really sure. Um, but I think that's that's the way to go. So I'm not really... I don't know. I mean, Becky holding up both titles at the end of Mania is a great visual. That would be cool as hell. I think, uh, fuck, it could even be a uh, four-way with Asuka, but I don't think that's really necessary. But nah, uh, you don't, fuck, you know, don't know, you don't want a four-way main event. You don't want a four-way. They did that two, WrestleMania 2000. Yeah, it was just terrible. Why is it cool that like Becky's whole nickname is the Man? Because she beat. It ties back. So she. Uh, Beat Charlotte. So Charlotte's dad is Ric Flair. His right. thing is to beat the man. 
you, to be the man, you got to beat the man. So then she beat Charlotte. So she's like said, I'm the man now. So oh, that's, uh, that's okay. That, yeah. So it's still loaded, but I get it. It's still, it's a little loaded. It's a weird. Sure. It's just more like, like yeah, well, a woman can still be tough. That would be my message to little girls. Absolutely. I and I feel like. Saying. Uh, this Becky girl is I, I, I hope to God no little girls are listening to this podcast, but <laughs> sure. Well, I want to make you strong. <laughs> That's, That's terrifying. That's the last I want to make you strong. I want to make you strong. I mean, but even though your bones are, you know, you're durable. If I They're found very you on the ground, look like a fucking medicine ball. <laughs> <laughs> I can still make you strong. Well, good luck with that, Ray. Ray, what do you see the main event of WrestleMania being in the women's division? In the women's division? It should, I mean, well, I... You you know the inner workings of the power. Okay, well, what do me. you want? What I want is uh, I would love to see Os- Oscar's a Jap- the a Japanese one. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I like her, and uh, the Lakers girl one, the Lakers Carmella. jersey girl. Yeah, Carmella. those two. Interesting. Those two. They're both uh, smaller framed. They really pull some six one nines on like each other. How much you talk about people's frames? <laughs> Well, look, if this was one move, I keep saying six look, one nine. This is the only sport where there's like no weight classes, and you just have like you know seven foot pound, four hundred pound men fighting like men who like are on you know on, on fucking chemo and no offense <laughs> to cancer patients, but you know it's just it, it, it's just ridiculous. Like you know in the UFC, the goal of you to say like, oh, you're worth fifteen minutes. <laughs> Literally every seven thing you say. Is in the worst. 15. Right, but it is in the aim. It's in, it's, in, it's in the aim of a more progressive world. Yeah, sure. And so my point is that you know frames are important in wrestling because Ugh. you know you have these massive people fighting these tiny people, Ugh. and it's scary. Every time I say frame, I get a chill. I don't know why. <laughs> they both have good frames. Yeah, and, uh, stop, stop it! it and, uh, I feel like just imagine if like Ray was like a Sears family photographer. <laughs> yeah, How frame, long would he be fucked? I used to photograph baptisms. What you did? Fuck? Yeah, 316s, really? wedding, promises. Were you invited to them? Did they know you were doing it? I'm doing it on spec. You forgot the blood of Christ. You forgot he's in the bag. He's like, where's the body of Christ? Where's the body of Christ? You forgot to eat the body of Christ. Eat the body of Christ. If there's any leftover body of the Christ, can I take it home? Should I have to die with Dr. Pepper that I have in my backpack? <laughs> Why don't they make generic? Like everyone's got Doctor, their own. Doctor Thunder, they yeah. do. Oh, they do. Yeah, it's Walmart uh, brand. Wait, oh, I gotta, I gotta go into your world and find that. <laughs> yeah, Doctor Thunder. They got <laughs> Mountain Lightning. What? They got all you of that. That was like like a discovery of a like a fancy new gastropod. <laughs> like, oh, oh I have Doctor Thunder. <laughs> Where can I go? Well, that's it for the it. for the ten counts. Who do you think is going to face Brian for the title of Mania? That's something I've been wondering about. I can't really. I don't know. Well, exactly. They had hinted at Cena, but then there was going to then then I had heard Cena versus um, Lars. Lars, and then I heard yes. now that may be off the table. So I mean, what, what I'd love to see is is Sean versus Daniel. Bryan. I mean, baby, come on, that'd I mean, be the, the best match. If Sean wants to come back, you know, the, One time. the student becomes the teacher. That'd be rad as hell. Um, other than that, I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe New Day would be cool too. Someone in New Day, there'd be some. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Would you either Kofi or Biggie? I mean, I, I, I want Biggie, Big but, e. but um, Kofi's, you know, the veteran. I don't fucking know. I can't really p- place anyone, but Sean would be the best. I think they get Rey Mysterio, and all, yeah, be that be all three of the Pancake Boys. They put them in the round. I'm not sure what the term for this is, but whoever's left standing is the champion. Uh, and, and Daniel uh, Bryan. It, well, he's a cha- I guess he's a champion, so he has to be in there. So, right? this, so okay. just have him in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> What's the rule? Uh, I, it, what, is there th- something where it's just, there is no rule? Just fight each other. And then what, it's it's just all out, like, a, right? like a pin pinfall or a submission or. 
yes, uh, pen, yeah, well, normal, normal wrestling rules, I guess. But, but did, would each, each person have to be eliminated, or would it be just one fall? Oh, that's the thing? No, I think what? eliminated, yeah. It'll sure, be a long sure. match. we had a two-hour match. That's correct. Book <laughs> <laughs> it. Yeah. Book it now. Pancake Boys versus Brian. WrestleMania. Two-hour match. What I like about Ray is the amount of thought he puts into this podcast. Uh, do you have a character for this week? I was thinking about a character. Okay. Um, um, I don't have like a good name. Something like, something like the gossip or whatever. Uh, I'd basically be saying stuff like, hey, I make stuff up. Like, you be my opponent, and I'd just be like, oh, hey, I heard you had a son who uh, went to war and died like a coward. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know. That's great. That's like Just That's Joe. Crazy. Remember yeah, Just a- Joe? No, I don't remember. He was really. a guy in like the nineties who go around backstage and be like, I heard gold dust. Fucking queer or something like that. <laughs> and they'd be like, What? And then they cut him out after like a month and he was gone. <laughs> that you was it? that? That was it. So, so that's far, pretty you can, I, I think to go. It's always something There's like, a precedent. Yeah. I think you can do it. Well, another enlightening episode sure uh, of Total F and Marks. Thank you guys for joining us. Ray, what would you like to promote? Uh, you can follow me at, at Ray Comp on Instagram and Twitter and listen to my new podcast, Comp, available everywhere you get podcasts. Uh, there are two episodes up now, and they come out every Wednesday. So awesome. Check that out. Good stuff, buddy. Check it out, Casey. I, uh, I've got a podcast called The Good, The Dad, and The Ugly, and uh, you can find me, Casey J. Slingo, on all platforms. I love you all very dearly. Please rate and subscribe to the podcast, Total F and Marks. I want to thank everybody who came out to my show at the Good Good Theater West. Weekend, two sold-out shows. I was really happy about that. Um, so thanks, everybody, for supporting me. I've got some new dates that are on my website, dancestgermain.net. You can also buy my albums, No Real Winners Here or Bad at the Good Times. And, uh, and that, that, that's about it, fellas. Uh, check out Alternatino this summer. Should be a fun show. Yeah. I, I worked on that along with a bunch of other really funny people. Mm-hmm. And uh, Zach, you got anything? Nope. Zach, <laughs> uh, Zach is slowly actually uh, lowering himself into a tub <laughs> as he says this, and, and, and blood is filling the tub. Uh, all right, guys, have a good one. <laughs>